Hey guys, it's Timmy and this is Brussling Unlimited as it's Monday, February 20th, 2023, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up, a handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. Now, as far as today's show does go and the news we're going to talk about, we do have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stories that we're going to hit on. We're also going to Talk about some other stuff that pertains to the past weekend and whatnot. We're going to tie some things in to other stories we're talking about. So we got a lot to talk about here today. So we're going to talk about John Cena's return to WWE being revealed. Possible spoilers on who could be going into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. We got New Japan news. We got AEW news. And so much more. Because again, this is the wrestling wrap-up. Every Monday and Friday, roughly between 11 and 11.30 a.m. Pacific, we bring you the latest news in professional wrestling. You can either watch this show live, whether that's youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, or catch it later, whether that's YouTube or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or being like Killjoy Army just did and donate bits in the live chat. Live chat, He said, Cena returning, I'm so excited. Also, remember, you can help us out one of two different ways by subscribing to the channel either with a tiered subscription, just like Cold Cuts KC recently did, just like Rosario9248 recently did, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because remember, if you have Amazon Prime or access to anybody's Amazon Prime account, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody's, 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 then you can subscribe for no extra cost to you. You link your Amazon account, you link your Twitch account, you become a Twitch gamer or a Twitch Prime gaming subscriber, however you want to say it, and you can subscribe to this channel or any channel you really want to for no extra cost. Also, remember, you can head over to YouTube and support us over there by becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or Rumbleverse, use this code right here, PWUnlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Again, use code PWUNLIMITED at checkout for all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases, whether that's your computer, your mobile device, your PlayStation, your Xbox, or your Nintendo Switch. Use this code support us again whether you're buying a new game an old game or getting bucks for rocket league fortnite or fall guys as far as the news itself does go <clears throat> our lead story does have to do with the 16 time a world champion in john cena as today wwe did reveal when cena will be back Many have speculated when John Cena will make his return because, well, it's been known that he will be facing Austin Theory at WrestleMania in Los Angeles this April. Well, it's been reported. I wouldn't say known per se, but it's been reported that John Cena is facing Austin Theory and that stuff was actually filmed two months ago back in December when Cena was at SmackDown with Austin Theory there and this and that and whatnot. So we'll see where that leads to. But this morning, 
WWE did actually reveal that John Cena will be on hand for the March 6th Monday Night Raw in Boston, Massachusetts. Now, we don't know exactly in what way John Cena is going to appear on this show because they really didn't say that he's going to be on Raw. We're going to pull up this graphic on the screen. If I can get this to load really fast for some reason. Oh, because it's a W, it's a WebP file. Okay, hold on. Let me convert this really fast. And we're going to pull up the graphic that WWE actually revealed and sent out. Yep, 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 yep. I get that. Uh, open with. Um, we're going to do this really fast. It's taking two seconds, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize for not having this ready. I thought it was the right kind of file name, but it's not. And so it's going to open weird and wonky, but that's fine. We go here, we go here, we double click that, and we're golden. We're good to go. So WWE sent this graphic out with, with an email this morning, basically telling people in Boston to get your tickets. And whoop, now it's not wanting to up oh, wrong screen. There we go. There we go. Now it's working. It states John Cena to appear live in Boston. 16 time world champion John Cena will appear live at the TD Garden in Boston, Mass for the 3623 edition of Monday Night Raw. Now, here's the thing with this, though they don't state that Cena is going to appear on Raw, they just state that he's going to appear in the building somehow. So I don't know if that means he's. I, I assume with it being. Less than a month from Mania. This is March 6th would be one. So that would be one, two, three, four weeks out from WrestleMania. I would assume Cena appears on the show and we slowly, or if just not all at once, set up that match with Austin Theory. So there is that slight, and I don't want people to get their hopes up, but there is that slight chance that Cena just appears for the live crowd before or after the show. But I don't think that's what this is going to be. I think this is fully going to be John Cena appearing on the show, and there we go. I mean, for all we know, between now and then, Austin Theory keeps doing open challenges like he's doing tonight against Edge for the U.S. title, and Cena ends up accepting one of those, beating him for the U.S. title in an open challenge, leading to Theory getting his rematch at WrestleMania or something. I don't know. Now I'm fantasy booking with no real knowledge other than Cena will be in Boston, and at Raw on March 6th, which is really cool. Because Cena right now is filming a movie called Ricky's, I think it's Ricky Stanley or something like that. And in Australia, it's a movie that Ricky Stanicky, Ricky Stanicky looked it up really fast. It's a movie he's filming in Australia right now. I think Zach Efron is in it. We've seen some weird images of Cena's costumes. Man, his wardrobe for that movie, but many thought that that movie was going to go through the end of March or closer to the end of March, but with Cena being announced for the March 6th episode of Raw, that means that that show or that movie will wrap up principal filming probably the end of February or the first week of March, and then we go from there. So really cool to see that Cena will be on the... February, no, the March 6th edition of Monday Night Raw in just two weeks. In literally in two weeks, Cena will be on Raw. Not tonight, not next week, but in two 
weeks. As we move forward, John Cena is not quite yet in the Hall of Fame. John Cena will for sure be in the Hall of Fame. We have some Hall of Fame news coming our way from Give Me Sport and via uh, get, coming our way from Give Me Sport via WrestleVotes as well. Uh, they go on to state, quote, Vince McMahon is not slated to go into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, Give Me Sport has been told. In an exclusive interview with Give Me Sport, WrestleVotes explains that the WWE CEO, or former WWE CEO, actually, they should say, is not <clears throat> set to go into this year's WWE, and into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. During the same interview, WrestleVotes revealed three names that they've heard that are likely to be inducted over WrestleMania weekend in April. Shortly after his retirement from WWE in July of 2022, it was rumored that Vince McMahon could be honored with an induction into the Hall of Fame next year. Well, this year now. With the 77-year-old coming back to WWE earlier this year, fans believed that the chances of Vince appearing on WWE TV and being inducted have risen even further. <clears throat> However, speaking exclusively with Give Me Sport, WrestleVotes has explained that McMahon is not expected to go into the Hall of Fame this year. They state, Vince is not going to happen, at least as far as this year. Batista seems like it makes the most sense. It's kind of owed to him. As far as Batista going into the Hall of Fame, possibly, they state, quote, While Vince is not slated for the WWE Hall of Fame, Batista is selected. Russell Votes has revealed some of the names they've heard discussed for this year's class. Back in January, Shinsuke Nakamura, actually it was December 31st, but nitpicking. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura wrestled in Japan's promotion and in the Japanese promotion Noah against the Great Muda. And we could be able to see WWE receive their part of that deal. Russell Votes states, quote, The Great Muda, I heard, that was the trade-off. I heard... He's going in as a trade-off for the Shinsuke Nakamura match. As well as Muda, WrestleVotes also explains that Lillian Garcia, the famed ring announcer, has been discussed for an induction in WWE's Hall of Fame this year. WWE has yet to announce any names for the Hall of Fame. And with six weeks till WrestleMania, it only makes sense that they start naming names today. And that's just me editorializing on that one because... Typically, we get, and let me look at last year's class just to double check. WWE Hall of Fame 2022. How many people did we have in the class last year? I believe we always get a woman, female talent. We always get a tag team talent. And then we always get two or three others. So we have the Warrior Award, which went to Shad Gaspard last year. The tag team was the Steiners. The female was Charmel. And then we had The Undertaker, and we had Vader. Well, that's five right there. You could add another that they're going to have to announce ahead of time. But that sounds pretty good in my book. Batista, the headliner. Lillian Garcia, the female. And Great Muda as the secondary male, I guess you can say. Then we just need the tag team. The Warrior Award recipient. And maybe that's it, or maybe one more. But there are how many... Raws and SmackDowns till WrestleMania. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, as it's stated, six weeks. So, very interesting. <clears throat> very interesting names. Lillian Garcia makes a god awful lot of sense. Great Muda 
Why not? Why not? I mean, he's a big name from WCW. And so they could throw him there. I like it. I like it. Batista in Hollywood makes a little bit of sense. I mean, we're not going to Tampa or back to Tampa, actually, anytime soon. <clears throat> so it's not like they're going to go to his hometown or Florida, where he's from, the, the state. And usually they like to bring guys in when it correlates to where they're from, but they're not doing that. Batista being a big star in Hollywood now, do it in Hollywood, or at least the first chance that they get. Because Batista said before, I'm honored to go into the WWE Hall of Fame, but I want to be able to do it in front of a crowd, in front of actual people. So we'll see exactly who else gets announced and when they start announcing names. I do believe that they should start announcing names tonight for the Hall of Fame. I think they should. It would make sense. Then you can do your five nominees. Well, how many went in in 21? Excuse me. Let's see how many went in in 21. I know 20 and 21 were kind of lumped together. Yeah, let's go back to 19 because this is kind of convoluted. So in 19, it was Honky Tonk Man, Brutus Barber, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Tori Wilson, DX. We had three <clears throat> groups going in that year. Really? In 19? Yeah, we did. So in 19, there was Honky Tonk, Tori Wilson, Brutus Beefcake, DX, Harlem Heat, and the Hart Foundation, plus Sue Aitchison got the... um. What's it called? The Warrior Awards. So that's one, two, three. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven. So, anywhere from five to seven. Looks like the number. And then they did a bunch of the Legacy Awards stuff in 2019 as well, which is kind of, that was always kind of convoluted why they did that. But let's go back one more year, 19, when Goldberg went in. Or 18, that was one, two, three, four, five. Six and Kid Rock as a celebrity makes seven. JJ Robertson, Jarius Robinson was the Warrior Warrior. That makes eight. So, yeah, plenty of open spots, but not a lot of weeks. Yes, uh, Kid Vicious asked, wasn't Batista supposed to go into the Hall of Fame in 2020? That's what we just talked about how Batista said that he was um, <clears throat> honored to go in, but didn't want to do it and actually be inducted until he could actually give a speech and be able to do it in front of a crowd. So actually at a Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which we know will be done similar to last year. It will be right after SmackDown that Friday before Mania. Now, there's been a lot of talk online of Triple H being disappointed when it comes to some of the talent he has brought back since becoming the guy in charge of the company and the creative side of things. And Fightful has a very interesting update on this where they quote, state, more on reports of Triple H being disappointed in returning WWE stars. Triple H has brought over a dozen departed WWE talent back since taking over WWE. Recently, a report emerged that Triple H had been underwhelmed by several of those talent. If that's true, WWE is certainly downplaying it. As a longtime employee contacted Fightful to state that that in the following weeks, that had been severely downplayed within WWE. One source stated that it wasn't a thing they would ever expect Triple H to say out loud, even if he did believe it. Specifically, one member of the WWE creative team said that nobody that WWE brought back was expected to immediately ascend to the top of an already planned out top of the card. 
another source familiar with the situation, said that Triple H found it important to add more depth to the Raw and SmackDown brands. And that was, and they were told, and it was told to numerous talent that were brought back. It was also noted to Fightful that he was hopeful it was a long-term play as they want each act to be a little more over, uh, grow a little more over time than they come back and they come back. Several of the talent re-signed were even told when they were brought back in that depth was a big point in bringing them back. The depth issue was one that was immediately brought up to creative when Triple H made it into power. As anyone who had watched the show saw that Raw and SmackDown were largely the same shows every week. Um, this story had greatly been shelved until WWE Elimination Chamber, when another source pointed out the performances of Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed as, quote, showing their value when given an opportunity. So there we go. Really cool that <clears throat> Triple H is not underwhelmed, and we're just waiting before he, these guys get their pushes, these guys and girls. We've had... Top Dalla, Shawnee Lee Donis, BFAB come back. Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, among others, Scarlett and Karrion Cross. And it's like Scarlett and Karrion Cross probably got the biggest push of any of the returners out the gate. And it's just a growing period, I guess you could say. You don't need to push everybody to the top right away. Not everybody needs to get that big push. No. You need to reintroduce these people. And you need to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You need to reintroduce these people and grow them in front of the audience that they're performing for so that audience gets invested in them before you just throw them straight into a big old program and they go, who? I remember this guy. Or, eh, this guy hasn't done anything to deserve that yet. All uh, what some people were saying about carrying cross. Now, as far as... People coming back to WWE, there's one big name, and it was made even more abundant this past weekend that many feel is on his way to WWE. He's never been there before, but he could be there sometime soon, and that is Switchblade Jay White. A new report has revealed that WWE is, quote, certainly the favorite to sign the top free agent in the former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. This past weekend at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Battle in the Valley, former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Jay White lost to Eddie Kingston in a Loser Leaves New Japan match. Now, the stip was simple. If Jay White loses, he's got to leave New Japan altogether. He already got kicked out of New Japan, Japan. Now he's getting kicked out of New Japan, USA. If Eddie Kingston would have lost, it was, you can't wrestle in a New Japan ring or against New Japan talent without Jay White's permission. Now, why not put the same stip on both guys, the whole permission thing? If not, for Jay White possibly going to WWE. I felt like if there was a, if Jay White was planning to go to maybe AEW, then you give him that same stip of, well, if Eddie Kingston allows it, he can work New Japan and New Japan guys. But to just kibosh the whole thing and say you can't work anything New Japan? Well, in AEW, we've seen AEW guys allowed to work New Japan shows a la Eddie Kingston this past weekend. A la, you know, FDR going to Japan. A la Kenny Omega going to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom and whatnot. So it's very interesting that they literally did the whole Jay White can't work for New Japan at all stip and not like, oh, 
there's a, a caveat to get him back to working New Japan and New Japan guys. But Dave Meltzer did state the following on the recent edition of the Wrestling Observer Radio, stating, quote, Nobody in WWE has confirmed Jay White coming in, but they are acting the favorite. They're certainly the favorite. One would think if Jay White was going to AEW, well, he'd be able to work big New Japan shows going forward and would continue to do so. But they wouldn't do the loser leaves for good stipulation. Now, Jay White did actually take to social media for the first time since that match to state the following. Um, I got the tweet right here. Let's pull that up on the screen. Jay White basically just tweeted out this. Hashtag Switchblade Era. He was also attacked by um, <clears throat> David Finley after the match, just solidifying you're gone, you're done, you're dead, laying him out with the shillelagh. And so, yeah, it, everything's pointing to Jay White done with New Japan and not allowed back in New Japan, at least right now. And I don't think you do that if he's going to AEW. But I do think you do that if he's going to WWE to just solidify, hey, this guy is done. He's on his way out. He's done. So I believe, and I could be wrong, and a lot of people could be wrong here, but I do believe that Jay White is on his way to WWE. Last I heard, his contract was up February 1st and that he just agreed to finish off everything with the match at Battle in the Valley. I don't know that 100% for certain, but from everything that has been reported and the, what I have heard and stuff, that his contract is up. And so maybe, 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 maybe we see Jay White appear before and on WrestleMania. Now, that's the other big question is, where do they put him? NXT or the main roster? Honestly, I think Jay White, NXT ready. I mean, main roster ready. Just like AJ Styles 2016, straight to the main roster. I don't think you need to put him in NXT. I think he would honestly make a lot of those talent down there in NXT look bad because of how good he is. Now, I doubt he would intentionally try to make anybody look bad, but I just feel like other than guys like Carmelo Hayes and Ron Breaker and Grayson Waller to an extent... He would really overshadow a lot of the guys in NXT, really making them look like developmental talent because he's just leaps and bounds better than all of them. Now, I would get it if it's somebody like a um, Dragon Lee coming in. Well, he's got the language barrier, and he hasn't worked enough big shows in the U.S. for maybe WWE to feel like main roster fans don't know who he is. But Jay White has. Jay White has worked for AEW. Jay White has worked plenty of New Japan stuff in America. Jay White is done a lot and so I feel like with where Jay White's at and I could be wrong on this but he's main roster ready right off the bat you don't need to throw him into NXT because what are you going to do throw him into NXT and have him challenge Dijak for the North American title I feel like that'd be a waste of Jay White waste of Jay White also Kid Vicious says Jay White like 30 you don't want to put a 30 year old in NXT well that's not True. How old's Jinder Mahal's challenging for the title this weekend? Jinder's in his 40s. Yeah. No. Whoa, whoa. Jinder's not as old as I thought he was, but Jinder's 36. Jinder is 36 years old, and he's in NXT challenging for the title tomorrow. 
Age doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. It's all a point of, are they television ready going straight to WWE? And that's the difference between Dragon Lee and Jay White. Jay White has worked plenty of television, whether that's with New Japan, whether that's with AEW or so forth. Dragon Lee, he's worked a lot of television with AAA, but television in Mexico and television in the United States, two different things. At least when you say, well, what about television in Japan with New Japan? They do a lot of stuff in the U.S. to where they try to do it as close to U.S. pro wrestling television style as possible. So, Jay White could be in this weekend or as early as this week. I don't know, but everything is pointing to Jay White coming in to AEW or to WWE. But speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, we have a little bit of other news coming out of Battle in the Valley where Kazuchika Okada successfully retained the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi and then made a bold statement stating that he wants to team with Hiroshi Tanahashi and become IWGP Tag Team Champions. And well, his wish of the Dream Team, that's coming, that's coming true. As it was announced, that Tanahashi and Okada will be teaming up at the New Japan Pro Wrestling 51st Anniversary Show to challenge for the tag titles against the team of Bish- Bishamon, Haruki Goto, and Yoshihashi. That looks to be actually the main event of that show. So very cool that Okada and Tanahashi will be challenging for the tag titles. Now the big question is, do they actually win it, though? I don't know. I don't know if they win the titles. I think they should just to do it once. Just give them the titles together once. As far as other matches on this show does go, the lineup is as followed. Main event, IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, Ruki Goto and Yoshihashi defending against Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi. In a New Japan Cup first round match, it's Tomohiro Ishii versus David Finley. In a New Japan Cup first round match, it's Shota Umino against Yujiro Takahashi. Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi will be teaming up to take on the team of Leo Rush and Yo. Itsuya Naito, Shingo Takagi, and Sonata will be taking on the team of Jeff Cobb, Great Okan, and Aaron Hanare. Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, and Ren Narita will take on the team of Evil, Sho, and Dick Togo. Tamatanga, Toru Yanu, and Satoshi Kojima, I don't know why I couldn't say his first name, will team up against Will Ospreay, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. And also, Zack Sabre Jr. and Kosei Fujita will be teaming up against Kenta and El Phantasmo. So there we go. That is the lineup for the March 6th New Japan Anniversary Show. It's the 31st or 51st Anniversary Show. When we talk about upcoming shows and big names working shows, we got some AEW news as well. John Moxley has been pulled from an upcoming OTT show. Former AEW World Champion John Moxley will no longer be appearing at the -the over-the-top Wrestling Scrapper Mania event on March 17th, as originally advertised. Moxley was originally slated to face off with Trent Seven on the show in Ireland on March 18th, but a scheduling conflict has led to him being removed from said show. Moxley is the main star advertised for the AEW House Show coming up, the live event non-televised AEW House Rules Show in Troy, Ohio, the night before. 
So, because it's the night before, it looks like AEW has pulled him, so that way he's not having to do that AEW show the night before and then immediately get over to Ireland that next day. OTT, though, stated the following. OTT have announced their first ever fan fest for Scrap Mania 7. Due to circumstances out of their control, John Moxley will no longer be available to appear. Eddie Kingston and a second unnamed AEW star will appear along with Santino Morella, David, uh, Davey Richards, Big Demo, and more. So it's unclear who the other name is going to be that they're giving OTT in a uh, make good, I guess you could say. They're getting Kingston and somebody else, but we don't know who that, I guess you could say, somebody else actually is. Well, that show is happening in two weeks, I want to say. Yeah, in two weeks. No, not March 6th. That's the New Japan show. Four weeks. One, two, three, three and a half weeks. I do want to say thank you to Alonzo Arce for the Super Chat donation on YouTube. Really do appreciate that. He says, Jay White versus AJ Styles at Mania. Book it. That is, if AJ is cleared in time. Remember, AJ is dealing with a broken ankle right now that they're letting slow heal so he doesn't have to undergo surgery. I would love to see AJ Styles versus Jay White. That would be phenomenal and a great, great, great first feud, first storyline, first big match for Jay White in WWE. I just don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? I just don't know if AJ is going to be cleared. Because once AJ broke the ankle, we heard nothing other than he's not having surgery and they're just going to let it heal. Now, a normal broken ankle, broken ankle recovery time, normal broken ankle, six to eight weeks. And AJ has been out since the end of December. That's coming up. Yeah. I think AJ could be cleared in time. I do think so. I do think AJ could be cleared in time. But speaking of AEW and our final news story of the day, just a quick one. AEW has um, AEW has filed a new trademark on what could be a new show. Pay-per-view? We don't really know. But AEW has filed for the trademark AEW Collision. Now, they did mess up the trademark and spell collision wrong, but other than that, AEW has filed a trademark for the name AEW Collision, and the trademark filing states the following. Mark 4, AEW Collision. Trademark registration is intended to cover the categories of educational and entertainment services, namely a continuing program about wrestling wrestling accessible by radio, television, satellite, audio, video, and computer networks. Entertainment services in the nature of live wrestling performances. Entertainment services in the nature of producing of wrestling programs and events. Entertainment services, namely an ongoing multimedia program featuring wrestling distributed via various platforms across multiple forms of transmission media. And then it goes on to state a couple other different things. But the interesting thing here is it says ongoing. And now that leads me to want to look something up really fast. Because now I want to look up like a pay-per-view trademark 
for AEW. And do those also say ongoing or not? Let me look that up really fast. It'll only take two seconds to look up All Elite Wrestling on the trademark website. Holy Wrestling. Uh, all, all, all. Let me look up one of the AEW. It's still down. That's weird. I haven't been able to get onto this. It's been... Uh, let's try it this way. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah, it's not been wanting to work for me recently. Um, that's weird. It's not wanting to load for me. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Got it. Okay. Um, so if we go to like AW Revolution, for instance, does that say ongoing? That's the big question. Okay, namely an ongoing television show about professional wrestling. So it is. Ongoing is there also for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pay-per-views. So this could be a pay-per-view. This could be a match type. Well, no, I don't think it's a match type because if we look at Blood and Guts, what is Blood and Guts trademarked as? Yeah, that is more match type stuff. Merch and this and that. So this sounds like either a new weekly show, which I doubt, or a new pay-per-view name that AEW is looking to start up soon. This was trademarked back on February 15th, just five days ago. The trademark was filed, and it is currently live. So we'll follow this story very closely and see exactly where this does lead to. But again, this could be a pay-per-view name, and this could be the name of maybe a new weekly show that I highly doubt they do. But with that, guys, that is going to wrap up everything we got for you today. Tonight is Monday Night Raw. And that means, well, we'll be back live tonight for Monday Night Raw. So far, two things have been announced for tonight's Raw. Let's pull that up on the screen for you guys. We have a title match and we have a singles match. First off, we do know that. Uh, boom. Austin Theory will be defending the U.S. title against Edge. On the post -conf press conference post-Elimination Chamber, Theory stated, hey, I'm going to defend my title in an open challenge. Then Edge Beth came up next, and Edge said, I saw some guy with glasses doing an open challenge for a belt. I want to accept that open challenge. So that match is taking place tonight for the U.S. title. We also do know that Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali will be battling it out tonight on Monday Night Raw. But with that, guys, that is everything we got for you here today, the Monday edition of the Wrestling Wrap-Up. Again, don't forget to join us back right here, either on Twitch or YouTube for Raw. Have a good rest of your Monday, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.